Okay. Does it work? This thing on? My life? Look, I'm still there. Yeah. Motherfuckers didn't I can even hear it echo. Uh, oh, really? Oh, wait. Unless I'm hearing it from my computer. <gasps> that bro, could be I'm it. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my God. You just scared the shit out of me. I was like, bro, I, I, know, I just fixed these audio problems. Me. I was dead as working with voice meter for like 25 minutes during work yesterday. I was like, bro, there's no <laughs> way this joint, this joint was even echoing on me, bro. This, all right, anyways. <laughs> we are we are good. We are good. Anyways, we are alive. No cooldown is back. King, we see you. But yes, no <laughs> cooldown. We are back for episode two. Oh, when when easy? How you doing? When easy to God? How's it going today? Um, it's going pretty well. I I honestly cannot complain. I have no complaints. Mm-hmm. I it's, it's raining over here, so it's kind of like eh. Okay. But I'm not outside, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Facts. We got we got shelter in this bitch. Shout 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 the shelter in this hoe. Um, Love my roof. <laughs> I'm about to say yeah. I am doing fantastic. Uh, uh amazing, like spectacular. Um, y'all, y'all, listen, just, just go tell your people you love them. You know what I'm saying? Do that and go watch Spider-Man and drink water. That's the only essential things you need to do at this point in time in life. That's all y'all need to do. That's, that's it. That's, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I know we, we gonna talk about that at another date in the future, but you know what I'm saying? We here though. We here though. I, I don't even want to, you know what I'm saying? Take too much time out. When are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready. Let's get it. We're going to get right into the stories for today. First and foremost, the live action snowball is going to keep on growing. So this past week, we got some information on not one, but two major live adaptations in the works for our viewing pleasure or displeasure, however you want to spin it. First and foremost, Netflix has announced that a live action Mega Man is being worked on and is coming from the minds of Henry Juiced and Rail Schumann from Project Power and Paranormal Activity 3. Uh, and they're looking to be in early development right now. And the second announcement was uh, Gotham Knights, a series around Gotham Knights is being produced and centers around the death of Bruce Wayne and a likely team ups between some of the characters that we will likely see in the actual Gotham Knights game, such as Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, who have been framed for Bruce Wayne's death. Now, the show was actually being developed on the CW with writers on uh, some previous uh, CW DC shows like Supergirl and Gotham. Let's let's split this up first. Let's talk about Mega Man, bro. Mega Man live action being developed by Netflix. Uh, what's what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with it? <laughs> I like so. I'm a huge. I love Mega Man. Mega Man mm. X, I think, was my first Mega Man game. Mm. Then I played the older ones, and I was like, "Yo, these are really hard." <laughs> and then, <laughs> I, but I did. I did get through them. They're really fun. I have the Mega Man collection actually on my Switch as we speak. Like, I'm a huge Mega Man fan. Um, at no point in time was when I was playing the game, I was like, "Man, I wish this was like a real person." Like, I didn't. It it just isn't something that you need like a mega man anime oh that would have been amazing but like i just don't see the purpose in it like there's just a lot there's so much every single no character except for actual mega man and like some of the bosses look like regular people like you have giant tanks there's like a dude who's an armadillo at least in the games that i played it's really (laughs) hard for me to be excited for like whoever to be anybody like it just if you're gonna just if it's gonna be live action and the, I'm assuming they're gonna make the robots look like robots, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're gonna use CGI. Why don't yeah. you just make a CGI anime? Because you're just gonna have people voicing over. And if you're gonna have people just voicing over, why are you even having real actors in the thing? Why don't you just make it an anime or, or a CGI anime, something else? <clears throat> on on this one, I don't have very much to say because I, I like Mega Man. I'm not as deep into Mega Man as everybody else. Played a few of the Mega Man games, solid, solid dope series. But again, still pretty niche. 
And it's like, <laughs> to your point, like, how? Why don't you just make an, an animated series around this if you're going to go so far as to create, you know, like, whole animations and stuff like that? Like, like it's just a weird thing to adapt in general. I've seen some of the sketches. How are you, you going to make a full grown-ass man in the blue shit with the cannon on him, bro? Like, ah. I mean, I understand, like, I feel like it'd be in the vein of like you know an Astro Boy, a, a Speed Racer like style of live action animation, which was, it was there. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought it wasn't that wasn't terrible, but I don't have much to say on this. With Netflix, what's wrong with y'all, bro? I we need to have a sit down conversation of why y'all be adapting everybody's shit, bro. Like just because they got a name to them, like it might not be good. You have no clue, bro. You just shooting in the dark, one cannon, like you doing this every time out. Just with, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I'm not I'm not shitting on Mega Man as a series. You know it's good. You know Mega Man's a good series. You know what I'm saying? Like aside, you know, Mighty Number no. Nine as a whole, that's that's something else. But then I like <laughs> <laughs> But it just there's just some things that don't need again, we've had the same conversation with the other with other live action stuff in the past. There's some things that just don't need to be adapted. And again, with the translation, it's like you're already pissing off the fans by even mentioning this. I feel like it's it's literally like you're climbing Everest, you know what I'm saying? With no life, life supporting your backpack, no campfires, no nothing. You just got, you know what I'm saying? A couple of tools on you and some Ugg boots. That's all you're doing climbing up this mountain. And it's going to be a slippery slope if you mess up even like, you know, one thing. It's not, and I feel like it's not given like, you know, an arcane level budget to this. So it's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough ask. It's a tough ask. I just, I just don't understand it because like Netflix I definitely has animation studios because you have things like Castlevania, you have things like uh, Seis Manos, which I don't think it's getting a second season. And I think it's one mm. of the best animes that Netflix ever made. Mm. Um, but they have animation studios like they've, they've made animes before. Um, Yasuke, like they have they have people who they know that can mm. make animes. And I feel like this would be one of those times where you hit up the people who made Castlevania. Or you hit up like why wouldn't you give that to the same company that made Castlevania? Castlevania was an amazing series, and it was it is a video game anime. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, can you guys do the same thing you did but for Mega Man? And then if that show came out and it flopped, then I'd be like, okay, maybe. And you guys wanted to try something else, okay? Then you throw the you say live action. I would be more understanding, but you guys are just going for the live. Like I just I just don't understand. That's just I just don't understand what hey. the what the idea is behind it. I, I have not seen it still. Shoot me if you're mad. Castlevania? No, no, no. Yes, I have not seen Castlevania all the way. I have not. Ooh. I've seen I've seen a few episodes and I'm like severely behind because that is what it is. But I need to see it because my friend, like, he almost pimp slapped me. He's like, bro, you need to watch this shit. Stop playing. It's really like, good. It's, fire. it's really good. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, I, I, got, I got to watch it. But I low-key blame Detective Pikachu. Low-key. On the lowest of keys. I... Oh, for live action? Yes, just in general. I feel like that or one other adjacent movie in that area. Like, it was decent, but decent enough to where, like, oh, okay, like, I feel like we can do this. So everybody kind of jumped the gun. It was like, oh, yeah, let's jump in on every live action, you know what I'm saying, live action adaption property. Let's just, just let's pick this one. Let's pick Mega Man. Let's pick Yu Hakusho. Let's pick One Piece. Let, let's just, let's see what we can do. I feel like they got too much dip on the chip. They got too much dip yeah. on the chip, and now they're trying to, you know, take Take a take a take a claim in every damn series, and it's just not gonna work. It's not They're gonna chasing. work. It's it, it's ch just just really clutching at everything that they possibly can, and it's only gonna end up in more season one cancellations of great properties, a la Cowboy Bebop. See you, Space Cowboy. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's my shit. Yeah. But it's it's just gonna be that same track if you're not putting enough you know time and 
at least a feasibility study like would it even make sense do some focus groups man like talk to some of the fans of Mega Man like would it actually make sense to go live action what do you need to do would it rather be, would it would it just be an animation like you know thing rather than a full full blown live scale you got to bring in like you know what I'm saying like a Forrest Whitaker some random ass dude to come like be a supporting actor and shit like that like you gotta find the right lane and this don't feel like the right lane to me I'm just saying. They they should they could they could call us like if if anybody is thinking about making any video game into a TV show call us we'll tell you right bro, now if you're gonna waste your time bro now. listen literally just pick up the phone like one eight hundred one eight hundred cool down bro we right here just like a five minute conversation that's it y'all say what Mega Man that shit not gonna work that's done and and then we're here we save you millions of millions every day. Besides extensive consultation, marketing yeah, research, all absolutely. that stuff. You know, you know how much savings we're going to bring you? Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's ridiculous. Could, they could jump into literally, they could just look up Mega Man any game. And the, the most viewed any game in Twitch on, of Mega Man, type in the chat. What would y'all think about a live action Mega Man TV show? And then they would get all the information they needed to, to, to go forward or not. But they don't. They'd just be like, yo, live action Mega Man. And they're like, yo, I already sent you the money for that. The money is in the account. We've already put, we already expensed it. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, so why y'all, why y'all doing this to us? Facts. It's just, and it's just, it's just. And, and, it, just, and then, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's just like, it's just, it just <laughs> doesn't make sense. I feel like. They they always go you know they jump they jump the gun in sense they want to you know be all gung ho with these projects and time trying to take them on, but they're not willing to do the same things the studio behind the Sonic movies were and change if stuff isn't going right and that's the problem. Like Sonic is a very special case where they people actually listen from a studio because you're like yo, everything is wrong right here and then you see how that how that changed the course of the Sonic movie. It gave it gave them so much success going back to the drawing board and actually listening and being receptive to you know actual fan input that they went back had a solid first movie now they come back with a second and people are all hyped for it because they got knuckles and stuff like that in there you know yeah. what i'm saying got knuckles tails that you're seeing all bunch of different stuff like the master emerald now that people are seeing like okay y'all hearing us now so we're gonna support it but again a lot of these studios a lot of these companies jump uh, jump above that or jump past that step without really really toning in to you know the, the fan feedback and the fan input for a lot of these projects and that's what that's what gets them messed up in the first place Mm-mm. it's it's insane it's it's insane but yeah let's jump to the second one now uh gotham knights yeah now the game isn't even out yet and so i assume wb was kind of like double dipping like yo why don't we make this shit a tv show too fuck it you know so they did that and it's gonna be on the cw uh 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 <laughs> I have so many worries about this show. <laughs> I think I think the best case scenario is that this show is going to get one solid season, and the this, this season is going to be either like pretty okay or mm. by some stroke of of luck, good. Uh, mm. And then it's just going to suck because I the first season of Arrow, I remember, I was like, I actually like this show, and then the second yes. season was also good. But then as soon as they were like, we're going to make the flash and they try to like combine everything to make you watch more CW, like money got involved basically at the end of the day. And money is now involved no matter what show they start off with. It's facts. I don't see this being like, it's, it's great because it's, it's fine that it's a live action because this is like, take notes, Netflix. This is something you can make a live action because they're all just regular human beings just fighting. You can choreograph mm-hmm. fights. That's fine. 
Um, when they do things like Flash, I'm like, we're not even going to talk about that. We don't have time. Um, <laughs> people like Batman, it's just people in, in leotard fighting. That's easy. They can they can definitely do this. I don't think it's going to look cheesy. I don't think mm. the fact that it's a live action is going to be a problem. Um, I don't know specifically how this is going to work in their little universe because mm-hmm. I know that they have like the arrow, like the, their their universe is all interconnected. Yeah. I just feel like a Batman show would be a good thing to start off with before you kill him off. But maybe this is a cool segue into maybe a Batman TV show. I just don't I, think that their shows are all that good anymore because they just they're just dramas with people in masks at that at, like it is just feel yeah. like soap operas yep and and i'm about to say i, I think to note on that i think the team that's working on the batgirl series it, that's where it's connected i think canonic canonically so they'll see that version of batgirl connected with them yeah. I, I i believe so i believe i saw something about that on the news where it's like you know that team that's working on that show is joining in to work on this and it's probably going to be connected that way so eh, i i'm why do we need it at all? Like, I bet you, like, $5 a game is going to be better than the whole first season. Like, the game 1, will probably... Like, the game's going to be better. Like, if, 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 if the internet connectivity and some of the level capping and stuff, it, that's a whole different conversation for Gotham Nice the game. Like, but plot-wise, it's going to be better than the first season. I can already put, like, a dollar down. So, CW just already has that track record of y'all are consistently fucking shit up like a couple of seasons later so why do i have any faith in this you know to be good for more than what a season two seasons and it feels just like y'all really just putting everything down y'all putting every pulling everything out 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 the damn wazoo to try and make something work wb y'all been on some thin ice for a while bro y'all get a couple of wins this way and y'all get chopped down the knees like another day bro like what the fuck is going on wb y'all need some consultation y'all need to call the number again we will tell you bro (laughs) Listen, I, I will call same same number, bro. Just yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Gotham, not yeah. The Gotham nice game, go. Gotham nice TV show, put that shit in the trash right now. Suicide Squad, don't touch that shit. Let them work. Thank you. Click, and that's it. That's all. Not even, not even a minute conversation. See how much value you got out of that? Like, yo, yeah. WB. I I just don't know, bro. And you're giving it to the CW, bro. Like, nigga, I don't even got cable, bro. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even on it like that, bro. I, I, I it's just, just going to have a tough time, man. It's going to have a tough time. I am not excited and or, you know, looking forward to or expecting anything good from it, to be honest. It's, it's just like, so the only, I just don't know. I don't know what the purpose is. Uh, is it to build up hype for the game? Um, I don't think mm. so, because you'd have to come out before the game. So unless this show is out, um, it's not going to build up mm. hype for the game. Is the game supposed to build up hype for the show? You're putting a lot of you're putting a lot of eggs in this basket. Like you're you're putting a lot of pressure. Actually, that's the word I'm looking for. Mm. You're putting a lot of pressure on the game because I've watched the gameplay. Um, not to be a hate or anything, I'm still very on the fence about things because mm. I love Batman Combat, but throwing in like RPG elements and having co-op, I just don't know how the balancing is going to work. There's just a lot of questions. It's still very much up in the air. It's a great, it's a big mm. ambition. I think it's going to be an interesting thing. I, I really, really want this mm. to work because I love the Batman series. They're really fun games to play. Um, but right now, it's it's still we still cannot confirm that this game is going to be super gas mm. to the point that it's going to launch a TV show and people are going to be like, I love this game. I'm going to watch the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I've ever seen a game have a TV show at- attached to it was Final Fantasy 15. 
I was a huge and this this mm. hype campaign for Final Fantasy 15 was nuts, but Final Fantasy 15 yeah. was in development for like 12 years or something. Yeah. So they came out with a little anime miniseries. Each mm. episode had to do with uh the characters. So it was like mm. you would learn about this one character this episode, the second character would be the next episode, and that's kind of the, they they built up hype. Then they released a two-hour feature film about a prequel to the actual game that was happening at the same time of the game. It was nuts. Like this, this was a lot wow. of media that was covered in this one game. Yeah, game comes out very underwhelming. Uh, not the best game. A lot of people were pretty upset, and it had like this big campaign, and the payoff was just not worth it. Mm -hmm. So I don't really like the fact that they're like, oh, we're gonna do a live-action Gotham Knights when you guys haven't even really done a good live-action anything because arrow the first two seasons was great but you killed off slade wilson who's a who's a problem for like a lot of people in the batman universe you bring in a lot of people from other from other universes and then kill them off mm -hmm. like i just don't know did is, was there a thanos event that reset the universe in the arrowverse i'm, I'm not sure i stopped watching after <laughs> the 17th spinoff so i don't know i'm, I'm just not excited i'm gonna just play the game if the cw show yeah. takes off Good for them. I don't even if it's good, I probably won't watch. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm in full agreement with you. I didn't even know that Final Fantasy 15 like had a bunch of those like media stuff in no, between. It was. was it like? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I feel like I've seen something like that before. Like there was like an actual movie around it. But Final Fantasy Kingsglaive. It was actually Kingsglaive. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a that pretty was solid connect movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. I know, dude. I watched it in my like in my college dorm, oh. and I was like, "Whoa, this game is gonna be insane!" That yo, damn, damn. I did yeah, not even know like that. Five. They had a five episode miniseries on like each of the individual characters because uh -huh. you have like uh -huh. four companions. Every cam, yeah. every companion had like a little episode, mm -hmm. and it was all on YouTube. It was a really cool thing that they did, and I was like really wow. excited because I was like, I would love for people to like stop thinking that video games are just one medium and branching mm -hmm. it out. But then, like, they put all these eggs in this basket because they hyped up this game by creating all these different things. And then Final Fantasy 15 was... Yeah. It was, it's not a bad game first. now. Now it's... Yeah, but, but at first it was... It's it's just... they. It was very front-heavy. All the cool shit was in the front. And then when you got to mm. the half of the, the... The other half of the game, yeah. it was kind of, like, mid. But now with all the DLCs, it makes mm. that half that was empty... A lot better. Full because now you have all, all these DLCs that, like, Facts. connect to it. But mm -hmm. it's kind of late now. Yeah years late my guy yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's too late you should have had that that you should yeah. take you shouldn't take shit out of games remember that game developers don't take shit out to put it in later that's just stupid weird weird if you if you're gonna have a roadmap stick to that roadmap you know what i'm saying if you have a mm -hmm. base base set of, set of requirements or base set of content don't don't pull nothing to purposely don't purposely pull stuff out to say for oh we'll say this for dlc or whatever that's just stupid Put that base yeah. front down and then build on that. You want to have a full foundation, or else people are gonna people are gonna literally mark you down for that shit because oh, it felt like it was missing something here, but you just added the same shit months later for fifteen extra dollars when you could just put it in the base game and it just made some other shit. That's a whole another yeah. you know problem in and of itself. But on mm -hmm. Gotham Knights, it's just again this this goes down to the root of WB of like y'all be really just trying to shoot for anything when y'all haven't really proven yourselves consistently in certain fronts, and I'm just like. How do you, the gall, the unmitigated gall, the temerity, just the, the audacity, all that stuff. Like, Gotham Knights as a game hasn't even dropped yet. It, we just started, you know, the actual, like, you know, the media push for it and campaigns and stuff like that. Y'all already dropping a show, you know what I'm saying? Y'all already got all these things trying to get lined up. It's like y'all trying to bum rush into stuff and throwing it at the wall to make sure if, if, if it sticks or not. And it's not, 
it's most likely not. It's just gonna fall it's to the floor. <laughs> it's not gonna the, the shit ain't gonna stick, bro. It's not gonna stick. And that's where we all just go a little bit left. So for WB, y'all gotta really like take a step back and let some of these people work and not put too much on the on on the plate because how are we gonna again for the general consumer? I'm gonna be like, oh, Gotham Knights, man. I heard that show suck. What the hell? There was a game. It probably sucks too. Yeah. Like, if you tie one to the other like that, and then one isn't hidden as 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 much as the other in the same time frame, that can mess up a lot of stuff. Like from a consumer standpoint, like conceptually wise, you know, for for per, for perception. I, yeah. If I, if people see the CW show and they're like, yo, bro, that that joint was ugh, whatever. What like, what are they gonna think about the game and vice versa? You know what I'm saying? What if the game doesn't hit as much and now people are looking at you know the 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 Gotham Knights series. Uh, on TV, as if like, yo, it's not probably wasn't that good if the game wasn't that good. So, you know, it, it, there's just a lot of stuff that they're juggling and they're trying to just push through the process instead of going one at a time and trying to focus on making one good product and one good entity uh, after the other and build momentum instead of just trying to throw all of it out the wall based off of the hype of the name. Yeah, feels wild. WB, stop fucking up. Y'all got good properties. <laughs> Stop fucking up. And you better, y'all, y'all better leave multi. Oh my goodness! If y'all somehow, if y'all somehow fuck up multiverses, I'm not gonna lie. That that <laughs> that would that would hurt. I think I think multiverses is fine because it's not being dealt with by like yeah. the CW, like the 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 little like that. I think oh, it's, yeah. is is far disconnected. I think the games. I think we'll get great WB games for a, for a while at least. I hope so. Live Fingers action crossed. shit. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. Just, Shows. I, I don't, I don't even know what other shows they'd pull. Like, yeah. The thing <laughs> is, is, like, I've always, I've always, I'm a huge DC fanboy. Me and Panda are actually watching Young Justice. Um, mm-hmm. one of my, one of the best shows for mm-hmm. superhero, superhero animated shows. One of the, one of the best, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just sitting there, like, man, I don't understand why they just keep trying to do live action shit when they're, when they're non live action shit is so guys so good. Like, uh, literally, like on a in a different league, and it's the, it's like, yo. DC been running like animated shit for a good bit. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing, they've been on the front lines and shit in terms, I guess, the comparisons to them and Marvel. Like they've had way more success on that front. I'm like, yo, why don't you push this more? You know what I'm saying? Why don't you have that, push that and let that keep going a little bit and let it grow. And then if there's enough interest on that, maybe you can pick one, ones that make sense on that side and then bring them to live action, be a little bit more cautious. But there's, there's that. And, yeah. you know, Marvel's kind of catching up now on the animated side. Like, okay, we got some shit for y'all. Throw that, throw that that way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. they're they're kind of just trying to do a little bit too much instead of be a bit more, I guess, uh, patient about it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See what actually might be feasible instead of you know throwing everything, throwing the you know the whole kitchen sink at it. So we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, CW. I about to say C- CW. I don't even want to see y'all, bro. I don't even got y'all channel on my shit. Um, <laughs> Gotham Knights, <laughs> WB, get it together, man. Get it together. Anyways, we on to the next topic. Uh, call this section the business backdrop just because it was just a few, you know what I'm saying, uh, movements in the business world in terms of games that we wanted to take a look at. First and foremost, Tencent is dropping a few dollars. See what I did there? See what I did? Tencent? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Let me, let me fucking stop. On Turtle Rock. So a couple of days ago, it was revealed by Business Wire that Chinese conglomerate slash developer Tencent has officially added Turtle Rock Studio to its family of development studios. The team behind the latest MP Horror Shooter Back for Blood and other series like Evolve and Left for Dead will retain all studio operations at current, but will be supported by their new parent for endeavors moving forwards. Now, damn. Tencent just, just moving like lightning, bro. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big studio that they just acquired, man. Like, as Damn. Damn, bro. Like, Tencent about to be... Like, they're already everywhere... 
but like in the next few years, they're gonna be everywhere, everywhere, bro. Like they're they're really don't, making like big strides. Don't they own like part of Fortnite, or they are, are they connected? I know they're connected with like one big franchise. Um, I, I cannot think. remember actually. Let me see. I but think. I think with Tencent, I just think that it's like. I don't like when when oh yeah they own Epic Games. I forgot they own Epic Games. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah, own the, the small Shit. indie developer <laughs> yeah. Epic Games. Yeah, you know um, what I'm saying. Small small storefront. The small small storefront with a with a small indie game known as um uh Fortnite. I think it's called. No, nah, I don't know. Night. I thought I had to say the world mode and shit. Whatever. Yeah, something shit. like that. Something about zombies. Um. <laughs> so when it comes to big companies buying developers, I am always uncomfortable when the when the when the company like the developer isn't like so when playstation bought insomniac i thought that that was fine in my eyes when i saw it, i was like that's gonna be fine because insomniac was already making playstation exclusives they're they've already been known for making such quality games that i don't see playstation getting their hands all over i think they just wanted to have like yo we just want to pay you for the stuff and make sure that you're working with us full time and they were like all right cool so i don't think they're gonna really like dive in but when it's something like turtle rock where they have had good success with back for blood but then like evolve didn't really go anywhere i it makes me mm. worried because i don't want them to get i think that they're a good company and i think that they can make good games i just don't want 10 cents to be like hey we own you now so let's do things our way mm-hmm. and i just feel like that this is not a good environment to work under yeah it's really a, t- a tough kind of catch 22 it's like will they give turtle rock enough incentive to you know, do their own thing still and operate as their own studio, but just ha- give them the backing to do what they need, or will they kind of pull like a, you know, an Activision route or some shit like that, where it's like they kind of get shoehorned into certain decisions and they can't really, you know, do anything about it. That's yeah. that's the catch twenty two. But again, with the breadth and depth, I you know, again, just with that situation, you can't really know until it actually happens. So you kind of yeah. just have to you know sit back and see what what's what's even best. going on with them yeah and, ho- and hope for the best yeah hope for the best again turtle rock is a really good studio they just came out with a banger and back for blood they have a lot of you know room to grow and room to go forward i'm just hoping that you know tencent gives them the license to go forward with that and whatever that they're going to do next whether it be you know a, a back for blood sequel or whatever the hell and give them creative freedom and give them the room to work in their own bounds just give them some throw some cash at them you know what i'm saying but otherwise let them do their business I don't want to see any, you know, development studio get stifled, even though they got acquired by a bigger fish. You know what I'm saying? I never yeah. want to see that in, in, in any capacity. Um, yeah. As for, you know, just the, the general sense of, you know, the market and stuff like that, Tencent, they're, I mean, they're already everywhere. Epic, I'm pretty sure Riot as well. Like, they are damn near everywhere do they own, already. Do they own part of Riot too? I gotta I'm, see. I'm pretty they sure might, they, I think they do. I'm pretty sure they have majority stake. They've had majority stake for a while now, but they it just never gets mentioned. I'm fairly sure let me see um 10 cent da, 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 da. So they have yep 2015 riot games is 100 percent. epic is 40 percent uh mm. they own five percent of ubisoft five percent mm. of activision um, hey yo loki why did i even make this a news story these motherfuckers everywhere already my fault they, own, they hey, literally yo. own everything they own part and they, they own parts of platinum games it's undisclosed though hey, yeah. um 36% even... of Fat Shark, which made Fermentide. They own a lot. Wow, they're everywhere, actually. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Hey, yo, this shit. Why, why the fuck did not hear this, bro? You see, you see Illuminati? <laughs> bro, do you see this news report? Nigga, this says they own 2% of the No Cool Down podcast. What the fuck? Who signed what? <laughs> Nigga, who signed shit? <laughs> Nigga, who signed shit? 
No, nah, where's my check? <laughs> Facts, bro. I'm like, not, yo, what the loud one I don't know. I don't even know when I sign shit, bro. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I gotta talk to King. He says he must have signed off. <laughs> sign off. <laughs> that's so funny. It's, that's that's insane, bro. Just again, ten cents, like again, just just spread across the industry. It's already really, really big, and I feel like it's not just them. It's just a lot of Eastern, you know, Eastern conglomerates are just making their presence felt across the board in terms of you know the gaming industry and stuff. You see it, like they're building a lot of stuff. And I feel like we're gonna see a lot more again, just spread of that coming through. Which again, if, as long as they come through on the mindset of, I'm we're here to just again we're we're making business decisions, business strategies, but. We want to support the actual development. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's going to be a profitable business. It has to be profitable. But in terms of operation, we're going to give you the bounce pad you need for studios to build you know, the best games that they can. So that, that makes you know more good stuff for us. I don't want no crazy yeah. ass you know monopolies and nothing like that. But if they can go with that mindset of we don't want to stifle you, we don't want to pull you in a certain direction where you have to do this, this, and that to make it good. I don't want no damn anthem situation where you have to, you know what I'm saying, make something out of your whole complete wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Give the creators and give development studios the tools they need, but don't stifle them in terms of direction. I understand business goals and creative goals in terms of making a game project can clash, and they do literally on every basis and damn near every project on earth. But with some, with some as big as Tencent, and with the studios that they're you know going across and 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 basically having stake in, especially Turtle Rock now fully, it's it's paramount that they you know give them that bounce back. So just watch out, just watch out, Tencent. That's all I'm saying. Damn, two percent, yeah. bro. What the fuck? We need to put a sponsor name or some shit. We got, we got to put their logo or some shit in here, bro. This is ridiculous. They didn't even give us, they didn't even give us hoodies or nothing, the man. Facts. I don't even got a tumbler, not a sticker. I ain't got shit. This is, this is, uh, this is foolery, bro. This is time foolery. Anyways, the next uh, business backdrop uh, um story that we saw, according to Gematsu, Sony Interactive Entertainment apparently filed a trademark for. The Order 1886 this past December 9th, sparking a lot of conversation that they might revive the IP after it's been dormant for almost six years and had an open line at the end of the game for a sequel. Now, while the team behind the original game Ready at Dawn is owned by Facebook, PlayStation could still hand this off to another studio for the next iteration. When, what are we thinking about, man? Order 1886, back, back, back around the cuts, somehow revived. That was a that was a franchise that I actually kind of wanted to be good. Like I saw the trailers, I was like, "This is nuts!" But then, like I heard, it was like it was like a lukewarm reception. People were like, "It's okay, it's not terrible." Uh, I never got a chance to play it, but mm. I definitely was interested because I thought the the time that was one of the few times where I was just like, "You know what? This is a cool era." Now I'm kind of over that era, I guess. But like I was I was really in love with the idea of werewolves. It's, it was mm. something that wasn't wasn't done before, and I wanted it yeah. to succeed, but I didn't hear much from it. I liked PlayStation looking back and seeing all these franchises that they didn't give the same amount of love as like a Ratchet and Clank or something and like being like, hey, maybe we should bring this back and see what, what works because mm. honestly, I I would love to see uh, another Resistance game or even a Resistance like remaster or something like, you know, something that we haven't seen in a while. There was, um, oh my God, there was a game called like Starhawk or something oh, where like yeah, you were on like a yeah, desert yeah, planet yeah. and like you, brought, you built stuff with like mm. jets and stuff. It was yeah, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was Starhawk. Yeah. It was like it was a bunch of cool uh, IPs that they just kind of left the PS3 generation. And I just mm-hmm. hope that you know they bring some stuff back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Now with the Order eighteen eighty six, I remember when this first got revealed. I think it was like an E three, like 2013, 2014. Yeah. We were sitting there looking in it, like the dude was walking through the building. He was fighting the vampire. He, I think it was, was it a werewolf. He was fighting a the werewolf, werewolf or something. Yeah, he was fighting the werewolf. Scary. I was like, yo, this whole the aspect ratio, the whole look of it. I was like, yo, this is mad cool. This is like dope. 
visually, it looks insane. Then we got yeah. it. And the gameplay was like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> damn, wait a minute. Ugh. And then, uh, and then uh, there was that, that whole thing. I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but I remember like the developers were like, yo, we're a victim of racism or something or something like that. And I don't I don't know what exactly it was. Oh but my god. It was some was other wild like, shit. I, it was something wild. I'm trying I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but Let I can't. Me, I gotta look it up. But it was a whole debacle with the studio, with the game. It wasn't hitting as much. And the game was pretty short. It was like what, a couple of hours? It was four or four or five hours, maybe? Mm-hmm. It yeah, wasn't that long. It was like short, yeah. Again, it just felt like it fell short of the the hype that it that it delivered. Again, with the whole premise behind, you know, the, again, the knights at the round table, the werewolves, the whole, you know, like punkish London era and stuff. That was a lot of you know promise in there, and it didn't deliver that first time. So seeing PlayStation pick this back up, and again, you know, possibly handing it off to somebody with some tenure within the PlayStation family of developers, this could be a really really big you know. This could be a big score. This could be a big redemption arc for for the Order 1886. But my question is, who would you give it to? You know, we um, ready it down, ready it down with Facebook. I don't know if they are allowed to even come back. So, you know, PlayStation has the IP. Well, who do they give it to? I mean, like, everybody's, like, knee-jerk reaction to that would be, like, Insomniac. Because they haven't really missed. But I don't think Insomniac would do I, well with this IP. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. a third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. So... I don't even really know who you could like. I would have to look at the list of mm-hmm. people who who have made third person mm-hmm. shooters. I'm thinking something along the lines of like, ah. I'm my first my first response would be Sucker Punch. Just just Sucker because. Punch would do a pretty a pretty solid job. The only the only issue I have with like Sucker Punch and like Insomniac is that these oh, wait, no, games where it's oh wait no I lied I lied my fault my fault Naughty Dog I reversed it I reversed Naughty it. Dog first would be a good solid. Naughty Dog Naughty, Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog would be solid Naughty Dog would be solid. Um, Naughty Dog I think Gr- again first one. I would think them Guerrilla Games, the people who mm. made um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I think they could mm. do pretty well. They, they they've made yes. some very interesting, um, very interesting monsters that you find in that game, and I think that they could they would translate well to something like that because it would yep. it would be a third person shooter. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anybody else who like I would love for it to be Sucker Punch or Insomniac because they make really yeah. fun games. But at the end of the day, they make really fun platformer type games like Action Adventure, like Spider Man, and mm-hmm. like Ratchet and Clank doesn't really translate too well when you're just boots on the ground mm-hmm. RPG. But of course, they could surprise us. Same thing with like uh, not Sekiro, disrespecting Ghost of Tsushima. Um, <laughs> not not that Sekiro is a bad game, but they're not they're two totally yeah. different yeah, games. Totally, completely like, Ghost different. Of, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is really fun, but like the only games I could think of was like Ghost of Tsushima um and the infamous games is what what mm. sucker punch is made and like yeah, i yeah. don't know how in the both of those games you're a very mobile character where it's like yeah. i don't think and unless i'm wrong in 1886 unless it's a sequel you're playing as a werewolf mm. i don't know how well it would translate but i, yeah, I think yeah. naughty dog or gorilla games i think they would they would hit it out the park yeah i i agree now i yeah again i, I had the yeah, i have my name flipped so excuse me but yeah naughty dog of course would has to be has to be first shout again they, you I could put and chart it down for a little bit. It's a it's a third person it's a third person shooter. It doesn't be have to, have to be as mobile. You want a nice yeah. you know lush envi- a lush active environment action sequences, things that you know make that or eighteen eighty six world pop. And I feel th- I feel like Naughty Dog would be a great team to do that. Again, they had the experience with it the whole Uncharted series up to now. They they are the first able bodied person I would give it to again, especially since I don't know what they're doing at the at this point. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I don't know what's what 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 they could be doing that's in development? Let me see. I want to say for Naughty Dog games. Uh, what again? Last of Us is they already out of out of session. Um, another Crash game, baby. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, come on. Like, they're not making that shit. Uncharted, again, besides remasters and remakes, which are probably being, like, you know, fed with other teams, they're not working on that. Um, I feel like they're free. I feel like they're pretty yeah. much free. Uh, unless they're making a third-person shooter Jack and Daxter game, which oh, would be yeah. great. I don't unless, think they're going to do Unless they're making any Jack and Daxter remake, which I'm like, I give y'all full reign to stop oh, everything man, else to I'll... make that. Y'all good. Clear it that. out. Like that. do do what y'all need to do to make either continuation or make a remake of Jack One. Cool. Re- reboot anything. Cool. I that was a That's good fine. That's fine. But I, I I think right now, given the slate of everybody, again, Sony Santa Monica, they're they're in the trenches with uh, all the God of War stuff. And they don't really have, you know, that I, I don't think off the top of my head, that experience with shooters and stuff like that. Third person shooters, I don't know. It would be they, a really they, good again, narrative. It would be a really good narrative. Could. They could do something crazy, but I don't. Mm. I just don't know. Yeah, would, but that would also mean like, it also depends on like where in this franchise. Like, is this a prequel, a sequel? Like, it really mm. depends. Yeah, that's I also true. I hope they bring this back because it would give uh, a bigger like it would give like a, a path for people for other forgotten franchises to come back. But I agree. I, I, I don't know. We'll just have to hopefully keep our fingers crossed because they might have just trademarked it just to trademark it. They might not. Yeah, they true. might not even do anything with it. That's that's definitely facts. They do be doing that, motherfuckers. <laughs> no facts. Yeah, no, nah, they do. We just just though just to hold their IP, they do just you know again reclaim trademarks and stuff like that. But I, again, I'm hoping something does come of it, and they do hand it off to somebody because that's 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 something I want to see, man. You know, Order eighteen eighty six wasn't a terrible game, and again, it was a really interesting concept. So I'd love to actually see. You know that game come good, and that series come good. So yeah, we'll see in time. In time, we yeah. will know the answer. All right, switching gears a little bit to some platform news, uh, i.e., streaming platform news. I wanted to talk about a step forward and a step backward for Twitch. Let's start with the positive on the step forward. So uh, Twitch this week has officially brought in a new senior director, global head of strategic programs and culture, and Kendra DeRosiers. Uh, she worked at Facebook as the head of product go-to-market for media partnerships and marketing, and before that at YouTube, where she headed up a lot of uh, you know different projects and the platform's first diversity marketing campaign for multicultural women and LGBTQ creators. Let's start here. Thoughts on this hire? Thoughts on the talent acquisition? What is Twitch planning to do with this? You know, is that we're bringing Kendra in? How do you feel about this one? I think it's a great idea. Um, I'm I'm very excited to see the change that she goes through. I just hope that this isn't one of those hires where we've hired this person to do this thing and then they don't give them any real power. And then like, we all blame this person. Like, oh, they hired her and she hasn't done anything. It's like, well, we don't know the ins and outs because they can hire somebody, give her the title, give her all this, uh, give her like mm. things that she's able to do but then never implement them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope this isn't them hiring to save face. I hope this is them hiring to change things up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, again, she she comes with a pedigree of actually, you know, creating feasible projects that have done good in, in, in different yeah. spaces, again, with Facebook and on and on YouTube with her with her past resume and stuff. So I, I feel like it, it can be a really, really good thing and a really good path to, you know, some more responsive, uh, <laughs> just just better communication and better ideas and better, you know, progress coming out of Twitch because we know they can be tone deaf as hell. Shout outs to everybody seeing this on the stream right now on Twitch, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. y'all can be tone deaf as hell. And it's, it's nice to have, you know, somebody who's had that tenure of actually, you know, showing specific intentionality behind certain campaigns and initiatives to highlight certain people who are maybe underrepresented in uh, streaming spaces, uh, whether it be, you know, certain communities, you know, again, LGBTQ, women, uh, you know what I'm saying, black people, other POCs and stuff like that. 
that's that's a really good thing to come in with that resume again from the the report on variety has said she's reported right to twitch's vp of global creators so she's going to be right towards the top of a lot of influential decisions which is good um and then she had a comment which was like uh i believe she was like yeah i'm excited to partner with twitch's creator community to understand the challenges celebrate their successes and create new opportunities and champion diverse voices on the platform as twitch enters its next chapter so i feel like she's spearheading a lot of uh, a new wave of stuff to help create substantial progress for a lot of underrepresented communities on twitch which is again nothing less than a good thing so i'm hoping yeah. she she gets the license to do what she wants to do in terms of the projects that that, that she's you know cooking up to help, help help people out so i think it's a good move i think i think it's a really good move again she comes with experience she seems like she she's got a decent head on her shoulders and it's only down to what she does what she does first what she does next how does the rest of the twitch you know organization react to that and hopefully they can make some more responsive shit bro because i'm like y'all can't be doing the wild shit y'all did this year again bro i'm not gonna lie y'all be y'all was doing some wild shit y'all was tweeting a lot of wild stuff on the same day some other, like was was they tweeting like some some half like september and stuff like that when twitch was boy, getting boycotted yeah 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 <laughs> on, the, on the day of the boycott they tweeted something and that's why i'm always that's why i'm very i'm very scared for this new hire because i think that she's gonna be great uh, but i just hope that mm-hmm. twitch doesn't just treat it as like a marketing move it's like oh look Facts. we hired a black person now we can Facts. you know now we're part of the cookout where is yeah. my plate? Like, like, yeah, nah, no, you I'm guys a... have so much stuff, so much work to do. And that's why I feel like it's never, and like when we get to the next part of the segment, I, I could, I could go into it more, but it's just like, I just feel like every time they, they do something for um, creators of color, they are also in the, like they're doing like backhanded compliments. It feels like when it comes to Twitch, it feels half-assed because you don't go, f- there's not full intentionality. So when there's, again, one step forward, two steps back. And that is encapsulated in the next part of this whole segment because recently uh, Twitch banned popular streamer Hassan Abi and institutes a ban over the usage of the word cracker in streams. I did not use the ER. I did not use the ER, so you <laughs> can't ban ER. <laughs> We're allies. <laughs> <laughs> this one was hotly, 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 you know what I'm saying, debated, contested, and all that stuff. So just your thoughts on the new ban parameter, Hassan Abi uh, getting banned for using uh, the, the the Ritz word uh, in, in Twitch streams. What's going on, man? What's going on? So here's here's the 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 issue I have. Like I said earlier, like um, the backhanded compliments. It's like, yo, we've we've hired uh, a new uh, black person to to deal with the Twitch culture, and it's like, oh, sweet. And then it's like. Oh, by the way, we're going to really penalize people who use the C word, I guess. Like, how dare you, you you call somebody a saltine? And it's like, all right. So when you had people actively, like, using hate speech of a lot of different, like, degrees, you would just be like, oh, it's not that bad. Or, oh, it's not even that big of a deal. Da, 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 da. And, like, the moment one person uses the C word, it's like, all right, we're shutting that down. No, we can't have, like, that kind of, that kind of, like, proactive like approach to shit is really annoying when it's not to things that are actually a big problem facts like people are getting people are getting hate rated and you didn't we didn't hear a word from you like at all for a while and then the moment somebody says the c word somebody gets called a saltine it's like you guys lock everything down it's like yo, we banned his mod we banned him everybody's getting banned right now you can't use that you can't use that and it's like bro it's not one it is nowhere near as bad as 
any of the other there's literally an entire list if you if you show me every racist term ever used that is probably the least offensive and i could i could put money on that because it holds no real significance so yes it's not the big a deal to begin with but the fact that you guys are so proactive and we see how fast you can move to implement shit when it comes to some white kid feeling uncomfortable in the twitch chat as opposed to people who are literally getting told to go kill themselves and get called racial slurs it's really 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 annoying and that's when i said when they hired this new lady i hope they give her the power to fire a lot of other people because from what my understanding it seems like every time they make a rule to help people of color mm. the, the the other the other workers will find a way to hurt them in some way shape or form facts it's like <sighs> we we see at least a half inch of progress on our side where it's like okay you finally actually answered hate rage you finally answered you had some tools to combat that stuff and you finally made some statement on you know actual you know racist rhetoric is not you know shouldn't shouldn't be purported on this damn platform great a whole like little bit later one person one popular one. streamer one of them is talking to all these little white boys in the chat telling you yo bruh there's actually no like you know racist or hurtful history behind that word y'all just mad because y'all are mad it's a word y'all want to be mad over everything tough y'all are saltines you know what i'm saying y'all some flower rangers and yes i did like that term <laughs> flower rangers because it is what it is <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that no, no, i was playing but yeah no seriously like it, it's and then look how quick they moved look how quick they moved to ban so that fast. and then ban the so rule fast. like they went from person they went from streamer to the rule in like like 10 minutes seeing again speaking to your point just seeing the quickness in response to that and then seeing the the actual like just the the languid nature of them just just they being so lackadaisical when it came to actual things that mattered you know what i'm saying to, to actual marginalized communities being hunted down with hate raids and all that stuff with hateful speech left right and center it was like getting yeah, I mean, you're getting docked all that stuff it's just really telling to see that you know go on over and over again uh, it's stupid <laughs> When you under and when you understand the way corporate works of like any real big company, especially the size of Twitch, for them to implement a rule, there needs to be like a meeting and people have to sign off on it. So like I think that in the in the time span of like because it wasn't even Hassan who said it first, it was his mm -hmm. mod and he said, yeah. "Why did my mod get banned for saying that?" And then he said it and then they banned him. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that like there, you know, for a fact there was an emergency meeting held and people went and signed off and like the the amount of time that they took to do to put this into effect compared to the time that they even had to send out a tweet about them saying, hey, we're looking into hate raids. It shows how quickly they can move for the things that they want to and how quickly they, how how, how long it takes them to move for things that they don't want to. And it's it's pretty obvious. And they, and they did this on like, the after they hired somebody that was supposed mm. to, that they say, are, oh, they're going to help, like, all right, Twitch. I just, it's not the people who they hire, it's the people who are still working at Twitch. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, I, I, would, I would tend to agree. And also, I just wanted to point out, it took, you know what I'm saying, one person saying saying something that, you know what I'm saying, that might have struck a nerve or some of y'all internally. One popular person, instead of the millions of people on your platform who are bringing in revenue every day and bringing a whole bunch of different viewership, the millions, like thousands upon millions of creators, and then it took one incident with one, like, top creator. But I, I feel like that's just the numbers game, and that's how it goes. But that's crazy. Like, it just shows you y'all don't value everybody, like, again, in, in certain regards. In the same way. 
and again with the numbers game whatever it is what it's business but still if you see in something on your platform that is that can and will affect your market share will affect your bottom line it will affect your viewership will affect everything because you're seeing different types of people you know bring broad to your platforms and then when that you know when that kind of driver of attention and driver of traction is attacked through these creators that are being marginalized yeah don't bad nigh but when is you know one popular streamer that's getting you know what i'm saying that's getting the same viewers from like all 20 big creators and shit like that that they have the same viewer base basically and they when they say one thing that you know goes goes a bit a bit left to y'all but again there's nothing really behind it y'all go like crazy it just shows again the, just the unfairness of it all man it just shows mm-hmm. it, it's bullshit it's, it's bullshit lack of a better term sorry but like dog yeah 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 we're, we're really saying this over over the salt team word bruh like mm-hmm. and again one word you can say it on certain plat on most platforms and not really be banned most other platforms the other one they don't then you can't even say it you can't even spell it out bruh i i will say it with you right, right? like mm-hmm. they, they not they not gonna do it they not gonna do it because they know not it's good. a difference there's a clear difference bro and it's just funny to me how again some people get so mad and want to get themselves so fake mad into being oppressed that they think a word that has no actual significance in terms of hatred and history and make it to where it's on the same level as a word that's inherently been like mixed with bad history and all that shit it don't make no sense to, it makes perfect sense to me but it just doesn't make no sense from a rational man's point of view like dog Y'all crying over nothing, bro. Y'all want to be the victim nothing. so bad, bro. Y'all, oh my gosh, bro. You want to be the victim so bad, like dog. Do some, do do some other shit, bro. Break your ankle, bro. Go go skating and trip and fall and shit. If you want to be a victim of something, like it's it's crazy because I I I think they just never grew up with no that sense. saying. What that? My mom used to be like, oh, I'll give you something to cry about. And I ever since then, I never wanted anything to cry about. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers want shit to cry about. I'll just give you want... something to cry about. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. It, the dead ass bro dead ass it's like it's just it, if if certain people are not the center of attention and they don't get catered to at all times it feels like the world's automatically against them they've been wronged in the worst possible way that was a declaration you know what i'm saying of war upon their entire lifestyle when everything is not catered to about them like people can't even take a second to like address actual problems in not even just Twitch platform, but society in general, but I'll keep it to just this, in Twitch platforms, because as soon as we get some attention and focus on what really matters on one side, here come the other motherfuckers who are, you know what I'm saying, who are over there in the corners looking at everybody, all the attention going that way, like, what about us? What about the rest of us? Shut y'all asses up. Shut up. Go play a oh, game, bro. Go, go, go play a game, bro. It's called Touch Grass Simulator 2022, bro. Go get some bitches, bro. <laughs> gosh these are annoying bro but yeah man one just one step forward two steps back with twitch i i i hope this new lady can really come in and and, and create some real real you know head waves uh, and just movement in the positive direction please absolutely more than two steps forward please let's go please. more than two steps well whatever man no youtube shorts coming soon y'all see all right <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get back into the game inside of things. Uh, earlier this week, we got a couple of interesting bits of news revolving around the highly anticipated and heavily rumored sequel, Bully 2. According to Dexterto and some gaming uh, snitches, there have been several reports that Bully 2 was expected to be showcased at this year's Game Awards on the 9th. And another report from Okami13 on Twitter is unofficial. Don't at me, i just seen it. A senior editor actually tweeted out, uh, a senior editor from Game Informer actually tweeted out, 
a, a tease of an upcoming story in in their publication with the captions new story coming to you soon with the Bullworth Academy logo in the post as well. So damn, Bully 2 was supposed to be at the Game Awards, but it didn't show up and it's being heavily rumored. What's going on? Bully 2 actually actually coming through? I I don't know. Um, I think it is an interesting franchise. I, I love the idea of Bully mm. because I think that it talked about a lot of things that were happening in school it just it just brought a different light into what people thought school life was and it brought more i feel like realism into it even though a lot of it wasn't like necessarily realism realism yeah. but like mm -hmm. a lot of kids really resonated with the game because it kind of connected with what they had to go through mm -hmm. um a bully in 2022 that game is either gonna be like i just <laughs> i there's just so many things like one here's one big thing is it an american school because there's a big trend going on in american schools that's not a good thing that we really shouldn't have but will will they address certain like things like i don't know people bringing a gun to the school like shit like that like are we gonna yeah. talk about that because rockstar is very known for pushing, pushing the, envelope the envelope a lot of shit at mm -hmm. least they at least in their prime they were very ready to push the envelope for a lot of things so yeah. would that be a a a, th a theme that they cover in Bully Two? It's just it's so weird. Like I just don't even know how what a bully game would look like nowadays. Am I excited? Because yeah, it's a it's a franchise that I feel like. I mean, as if it's if it's a, something coming out of Rockstar that doesn't have GTA Online attached to it, I'm always excited for it. I want to see I want to see anything yes, that is online attached to it. As long as they don't <laughs> add Bully Online, I don't care. I think it's gonna be great. But like, I I just don't know if like, I don't know what this game will. It's either going to be super safe or they're going to play it very, on very edge. risky. On I, edge, really, I really want to see a risky game of Bully. I really want them to talk about the shit that's very fucking I, important. I I am. Oof. This is a very, very thin. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's this so is crazy. a thin line, boy. This right here is a thin line, man. Oh my goodness. Rockstar, we already know what they're about when it comes to that stuff. And again, if you play the first bully, you know they really don't pull punches on it, bro. They don't pull punches. And how society has tra has just moved uh, like forward and how the concept of schools and college and everything has shifted over the years and how, you know, certain things is again with the cancel culture stuff with everybody being a little bit more vocal and aware about certain things. Either they going to say, "Hey yo, we gonna have to say fuck everything and just go full send, or you know what I'm saying they they have to make a really tame bully, which might be disappointing to some people. Now, mm -hmm. honestly, they have to be prepared to get banned in Australia. That's my only like word. Yeah, what's just be I feel prepared. Like y'all need to be prepared to get banned in Australia again if y'all want to. You know what I'm saying if y'all want to make the bully, y'all want to. This is gonna be a really crazy thing, but they have to handle it carefully. Again, there's at, now this day and age, everybody you know what I'm saying who's like fucking you know four years old to 40 they don't have access to the same shit now so mm -hmm. then there might have to be a little bit more care with how certain things are addressed to me but I, I i'm me personally i know from like my own self without you know again certain things you know involved i would want to see it, their take on it because again rockstar always takes some shit to the max and rockstar yeah. always you know they they do their damn thing when it comes to certain you know certain things just like the, the craziness and the zaniness of the world bully was mm -hmm. fantastic i love bully as a series how they would handle it now is something that i'm super intrigued to see and it would just be a weird a weird just a weird fucking place because one I, 
I want to oh. see people's reactions to it because, you know, for good, bad, or indifferent, I want to see any, like, if it's melting down, I want to see the meltdown. And if it's actually, yeah. like, a, a, a super solid take that people actually rock with, holy shit, I don't know how y'all pulled it off, but damn, I want to see the reaction to it. This is yeah. one where it's like, it's like you go to the circus, right? And it's like, okay, if it's a good show, it's a good show. But if the damn tiger bits that, uh, bits somebody on the neck, bits, beats, like, he, he, he eats a lion, lion tamer and he kills him. Like you're like, damn! Like I, I paid money, but it's still a show. It's still a show, baby. It's still a show. It's still a show. So I'm, I'm in that mindset where it's like, yo, I might have to just buy my ticket to sit down and see what's going on because I, I, I really do want a bully, but again, I really don't want a lot of fuckery to come from bully. If, if you see what I'm saying, like I don't want some of these weirdos, some weird motherfuckers to take this shit for real life and take this shit for gospel. You know what I'm saying? And just do that stuff. I, I just I just hope that they they do nail this man. Uh, Rockstars they've had enough L's again. Shout out shout out to shout out, shout out to EQ in the chat. Literally, uh, uh, they they they've been on a losing streak, bro. With this, it takes two shit. The name infringement after it takes two one game of the year. So what y'all finna do, bro? Joseph Ferris going to take the take a dub on y'all and just leave? He gonna leave the name, bro? He already got his awards and shit. So uh, they've been on a losing streak at all. I feel like I feel like they need you know. I mean, they need to fix up in general and stop being assholes. That's a whole different thing, though. But from a gaming standpoint, I feel like Bully 2 is a really interesting thing that I I, I would love to see how it's, how it's executed. So it, it was going to show up, apparently. I want to yeah. see it. I actually am very, very interested in seeing how it pans out. 1,000%. <laughs> how in the fuck y'all going to do it? I'm, I'm sitting there with the Monique, but I would like to see it. I would, uh, I would. I I just want to. I just want to see it happen. I I want to see it happen yep. because I I'm I'm tired of GTA Online. Yep. When you when do you think it would come out? Like since since it was rumored to be shown, I guess at the Game Awards. We're not seeing that. We're not seeing that till 2024. And the reason mm-hmm. I say this is because they're gonna say it's gonna be announced 2023, but it's gonna get delayed to 2024. Yeah, most likely. I, at yeah. least me, at least I see it because if it was supposed to be a Game Awards and then it didn't get shown at Game Awards because something went yeah. wrong. And if something's going wrong before <laughs> you even show it, yeah, that's also true. So does that mean GTA 6 gets pushed back to like 2045? <laughs> I don't I don't think we're going to get GTA 6 at all. I I just I oh, I I would love to see GTA 6, but like mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting a G, a new GTA game. I don't for think we will. I honestly like safe estimate 2028. I I would say 20 yeah. I, I would go 2027. 2027. They they take long stretches of time to actually build that. And if they're putting bully already in like kind of like this this marketing ring and stuff like that, they're gonna keep going with you know that 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 push for bully in the next few years, and that'll be a long you know support cycle. Uh, GTA Online will literally never die. So there's that. Whenever I, I think what's gonna happen is whenever they announce either the end of GTA Online, like this is the last DLC for GTA Online, we're gonna keep mm-hmm. it updated, but this is the last like big expansion. Whenever they do mm-hmm. it for that, or whenever they do it for Red Dead Two, whenever those one of those two mm-hmm. games is put, one of those two online games is put on last DLC. Yeah. And I'm gonna start being like, maybe there's a GTA 6 coming. But mm. every time I see GTA 6 anything, I laugh and then I keep starting <laughs> and read it. I'm just like, oh, GTA 6 uh, is trending. Y'all are funny. And then I just keep it going because I, I have nothing. By the time like, y'all finish, much. by the time y'all finish with that damn cycle, I already shot up the club and got two kids, boy. Get that out of yeah. here. That's 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 gonna be a long, long way out. But yeah, Rockstar. Yeah, I got a real, real interesting couple of years ahead of you, boy. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, let's let's roll on to the next one, man. Shout out to Bully Two. Shout out to Bully Two. Hope to see you soon at Bullworth. Damn it, 
let's 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 talk about TikTok real quick. Hold on. The TikTok app. Uh, some may not have peeped it this week, but TikTok has uh, announced a soft launch and begun testing a new live streaming platform entitled TikTok Live Studio. Again, with a small tester group in North America, the testing the desktop app surfaced with a small bundle of core features, including game, mobile video, program capture, some workarounds for alerts, and stock emojis. Now, TikTok is dipping into the streaming game. When, when, how do you feel? How do you feel? TikTok is trying to dip their toe into live streaming. Um, have you ever like, like when you were scrolling on TikTok, you ever seen somebody live and been like, oh, I hope they're playing a video game? Um, because I don't think I've well, first <laughs> off, I don't even like TikTok lives to begin with, but I've never mm. been like, man, watching something like this, I would love if there was an entire video game attached to this format. Like it's mm. ah, like I'm on TikTok because I'm on TikTok to watch TikToks. I'm not on TikTok to watch streams. I'm mm. if somebody goes live on TikTok, I'll watch it because it pops up on my screen regardless. Am I gonna go on to TikTok? Like it just I just don't know where they're gonna put that. Like, mm-hmm. are they gonna put no. it in like the discover section? Like I don't, mm. what how do you even everybody has a go live <laughs> feature? And I think streaming is gonna be like a staple in almost every platform ever at some point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm ever gonna download OBS to go live on TikTok. You know? Mm. Like if it if it if it goes off of if I do anything off of my phone for TikTok. It's to make TikToks to send to my phone. I just, I'm personally, I don't want to see it, but mm. I guess if you're super into the app, I just like, I don't know. I feel like I've been disconnected from TikTok since like it began because yeah. I was a Vine kid. TikTok came mm. on, I'm like it's not as good as Vine. I was that <laughs> old guy. I was super fucking wrong, and now I'm on that shit all t- nonstop. So I, I'm per- sitting here, hella boomer, fucking sitting here saying I don't see this happening, and that shit might blow the fuck up. So I'm gonna say this. I don't like the idea. I'm not going to watch it, but this shit might fucking blow up and I'm going to be salty as shit streaming on TikTok <laughs> looking like, please give me millions. I want to, I don't want to pay bills. Man doing a renegade and shit and porn. Like, right just fucking, please. <laughs> come to my Twitch. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, but I, 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 I holy shit. <laughs> But yeah, with, with with this stuff, man, I, from an actual personal perspective, I do not care that they even launch this shit. I don't, <laughs> from a personal standpoint. But from a business and potential growth standpoint, this could potentially be a goldmine. This could. Now, again, with the some of the stuff that they dropped, it, it, it was it was really in its like infancy stages. Of course, it came with some core features. It came with a portrait and landscape mode, so you can like kind of switch the streaming formats and stuff as you go. Uh, I think I think there might have been some room for plugins there, but again, that wasn't a feature yet. But again, with the 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 just the environment of TikTok in and of itself, it's a very enclosed space naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure I yeah. heard some stats where it's like, oh, you know, 75% of people who are on TikTok are like 80 to nine. It was 80% or something some shit like that. They stay on TikTok. Like that's pretty much like the mm-hmm. majority of what they use. They don't double dip into other platforms. There's a lot of people that just stay predominantly on TikTok. And that's a very, very big audience that stays there. I've seen a lot of people, you know, in terms of creator-wise, I've seen people who are going crazy on TikTok and have like a bunch of videos on there. And I don't see them nowhere else. They don't put they shit nowhere else. I ain't even seen them not in recommended, not in one thing. I tried to look them up. They didn't have like nearly as many viewers on other platforms. So people are kind of like sticking to that, you know, to that environment. TikTok is a really big environment for that, again, for that level of audience. And that doesn't necessarily carry over once you're trying to take it to other platforms. So 
it's a really feasible thing well very promising thing in terms of if you catch an audience in tiktok and you know what i'm saying it's already hard for them to transfer out if you can still build enough interest to have a whole streaming platform and have a streaming schedule on tiktok and that platform and then you just grow like again you hit you hit like four hundred thousand followers you have like two million likes and stuff like that you have like a few hundred people coming out to the tiktok streams and then you start funneling over to other platforms that's a way bigger you know what I'm saying pot you're dragging out of the app than just if you're just dropping some things here and there and you're still going on with everything else adding streaming yeah. again puts puts more you know a bit more depth into your content on that platform which draws more people out to support you or wherever you go so from that standpoint it's really really promising now the features now the performance uh how it'll actually look that's a whole different thing in and of itself and i hope that's good i hope that's actually really strong and the other big thing is how is that creator program how is that creator i guess benefits that 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 you know that again like a, like an affiliate or partner program or youtube partner program how does that translate to the streaming side is it different from you know just a regular tiktok creator program that they already have now what what will be some key differences will it just be incorporated into the partner program in general how are you going to support it because if there's enough support for it that'll that'll shoot up like hotcakes that shit will be out of here mm-hmm. i think that's a very important crux of how live studio operates and how it will actually get off the ground you know in the future because if that's the case you're building your own, you know, desktop app. It's already on, you know, PCs and stuff like that. It's not, it's not going to be that hard for some of the little kids to be, be like, hey, yo, bro, I'm going to go on TikTok on my desktop. Boom, right there. And yeah. it expands beyond the phone. It's, it's just a lot of room to grow. And if they handle it right, they could be a real, real, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily, they are a competitor, yes, to, to Twitch and, and YouTube, but they can have their own, you know, engine. It's like they can have their own thing separately or it's not really touched by Twitch and YouTube because tiktok's you know platform and their foundation in mobile usage and stuff is already so strong they have their whole like almost millions upon millions of people that are barely even touched by twitch and youtube platforms they're solely on tiktok they're tiktok loyalists so having that basis is really really promising if you can take streaming to the next level on that platform with live studio so interesting yeah very very interesting and promising situation if they handle it correctly yeah I I don't know what the what the program how the the program itself works. Somebody said that it's literally just OBS, but with like yeah. kind of how Streamlabs took OBS and just made it their own thing. Yeah. Like, yes. People yes. were saying that it's a lot like that, and I was like, that's kind of fucked up. After mm-hmm. the whole Streamlabs OBS yeah. thing. This yes. Summer, and I think, but... and I think that they're actually dealing with some of those problems right now, where it's like, yo, how do you actually differentiate it? Like, um, do, are y'all allowed to do this shit? Right? What's going yeah, on it's, here? It's, so I think TikTok is working is working through that right now. But if they can weather that storm, it looks promising. But that's also a problem that they had to fix. Yeah. <laughs> it is also we'll a problem. See. We we will definitely see, man. But hey, listen, I'm out. I'm out here. If this streaming shit, I'm about to do that shit live, bro. Wake up in I'll the morning the dip, dip before I see my dream. Wow, I'm about to be making TikToks while I'm streaming and shit like that. I'm I will be in there. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, Twitch, don't worry about it. I signed the contract on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, it's live studio. We'll find out, man. We will find out. All right, on to some other platform news, which is oh, well. Ah, here we go. We finally stumbled upon this conversation at, uh, on the No Cool Down podcast. <clears throat> Ubisoft has started to come to grips with some other, uh, you know, uh, stressful news this week as talks over their in-game NFT system Ubisoft Quartz is being met with ridicule. 
Now, this week, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot took, to, took time to take an internal Q&A to assuage fears, reaffirm NFT development on the side of Ubisoft, and supposedly suggest that NFTs will take the path of loot boxes, DLC, and microtransactions of initial dislike from the public, but eventual acceptance across the board. Now, we're seeing a lot of NFT movements uh, in gaming as of late, with Stalker 2 actually reconsidering and removing their NFT plans as initially thought, and others uh, have been praising it across the industry, uh, in some EA execs and stuff. And uh, they've been planning to incorporate it like Ubisoft with other properties. Now, I, I want to start with the situation of uh, Ubisoft Quartz, and then we can expand it out a little bit to NFTs and gaming in general. I guess with the situation on, you know, Yves Gimo's comments of how, you know, it's it's probably going to be eventually accepted, uh, you know, the public might be bugging, and they think that NFTs are a good thing that Ubisoft wants to invest in. How do you feel about that? Um, fucking, <laughs> I think NFTs are, like, I think NFTs, I'll, I'm just gonna say, I think NFTs are stupid, but I think they're also mm -hmm. cool when you're just mm -hmm. looking at them as like, like NFTs on like added onto shit is stupid. I think NFTs in and of themselves is like cool crypto. That's like something way out of my realm. I don't really know mm -hmm. much about them. I don't think they're stupid as in like, I wish NFTs would all just disappear. Y'all can do whatever y'all want, really. I know a friend of mine, he's a photographer. His mm. NFTs have really changed the way his he sells photos and things like that. Like he used to just sell photos off of prints and stuff, but people who really like his photos that he makes into an nft he can make good money and it helps it helps because like when his photo gets moved around and traded and stuff he still gets money like it does yeah. give there are there are benefits to the thing i think when you start trying to make everything a fucking nft it gets real annoying so like um i love that he brought up mm. loot boxes as if people really love loot boxes um mm. i am not a fan of them this one of those things where just kind of like i I like I get an Apex loot box and I'm not really happy that I this is the way I get to unlock things, mm -hmm. but I really can't control it because like it is what it is. Yeah. Um I I don't think anybody's really a big fan of loot boxes because you get a lot of times you get screwed over. And that's not what I'm hoping isn't gonna happen with mm -hmm. NFTs in my video game because a lot of the time you get screwed over. There used to be like I remember back in Counter-Strike. People mm. used to be able to sell skins the, because they were oh, so rare. Oh, that see, so, oh, that whole fiasco yeah. with the skin market and stuff. Oh, so remember, remember that shit when it was a digital piece of art that you could mm. only one person could own or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck, and then that yeah. became a big problem in the fucking yep. internet trading space and shit. Yep, and like they got on what's the name? Is, they got on whose ass? It was it was that one Call of Duty dude. Oh my gosh, ah, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, bruh. They got on his ass though. It was him and like um, it was I think Syndicate was involved with that stuff too. It was him yeah, and dude. some other some other dude, bro. He did all the Call of Duty tutor like tutorials and shit, shit like that. Yeah, but they was on his they ass. Did, like they did a, then they, a lot of them got in trouble because they were like betting mm -hmm. skins and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Well, remember how remember how Straight big of an issue that was. Mm -hmm. You know what the fuck an NFT is? A digital piece of work that only so many people can own. That's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be the same problem where it's like you're gonna you want you want to bring this. It's I just don't understand the purpose of it. You know, I just mm. don't get it. Like, what does this NFT do for my video game outside of like, mm. oh, you can make money off of it? Like, why can, why don't you just let me make money off the fucking video game if that if that's how you want me? Let me take my mm. in-game currency, cash it out, and you pay me the money. Oh, you don't want to do that. You want us to mm. just fucking you want us to, to just you want pandemonium. You want mm. to make money off of this. I don't understand the point of the NFTs in video games. I just I I just don't get it. I truly mm. just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then one of the funniest things was uh, with the reports and stories I was looking at, people internally at Ubisoft were, were like, "Yo, what's what, what's the fucking point of the NFTs, bro? Like, we're just kind of it's kind of messing with our workflow in terms of what what do we even have to include it for?" And that's why Yves Guillemot was like, he need the he wanted to make the internal Q and A to like you know put stuff forward, like, "Yo, this this is something that we're like 
making a priority. And I'm just like, bro, in the grand you scheme of things, money. yeah, you want to make money and you want to set up for the future. I understand NFTs and you know that whole process in and of itself, in 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 concept, in theory, is a good, it's a great thing for certain parties, for people who are smaller artists, for people who want to protect you know certain things and don't want to be you know copied off of and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Want to add value for on a smaller scale? I completely understand that. I completely understand that. I respect that. But when it becomes you know a a, a corporation's goal to hop in on that trend that's protecting smaller people and make it an exploit to kind of, again, oh, they can they can put buzzwords behind it. Like, oh, yeah, the, it, again, like Yeez Gimo was saying in, in the article, he was like, oh, yeah, Internet 3.0 and stuff like that and all these, like, in-game environments, like a metaverse or something like that. But at the end of the day, you're getting some of these players, so some of them, again, are, are going to be kids and stuff like that. They're going to put that money down and try and try and you know put their mama's credit cards to the fucking limit, trying to buy some skins, trying to buy some weapons and stuff like that that are now not readily available for them. And and the more you put that down, that's just gonna create problems going forward. That 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 now is gonna affect how games are even made, what the emphasis is in terms of you know the structure of games. Oh, we gotta make them play to these objectives, but then here are these good, damn you know, good ass weapons, skins, and stuff that are locked behind different paywalls. So now you're kind of muddying the product a little bit. With the sense of oh, we want to have these in every format. You know what I'm saying? We want to we want to make sure these NFTs are a staple in every type of transaction. So you you can trade it across games. You can do that. Now I understand for the sense of connectivity, there's that, but like there's no sense in putting you know that behind paywalls. You don't need to have that. That's an unnecessary to a gaming experience to me. That's unnecessary. That's only for the sake of you want to build us again another sustainable like uh, flow of revenue. You want to you want to build another you know again major cash grab not necessarily a cash grab but a method of gaining a lot of cash consistently over over a time where maybe a game's lifespan might die I, it's just it's just a profit it's just again profit seeking and that really fucks with the the, the level of quality that these projects can put out and in, in, to me that just kind of like puts a damper on motherfuckers projects you know what i'm saying people working yeah. on like some real shit and you're like oh yeah that's dope Put these NFTs in there, motherfucker. Put put that there. Put that there. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, move that. Make sure that's in there. Make sure that's in there. And now they have to work around that, and that and that messes with things. So I, it's it's it just sucks. It it sucks to me with when it comes to gaming. When you pair those two together on a large scale, that sucks. But yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. just it's the plight. The I, plight of corporations, man. It, that honestly, it's it's just like all I, all I really have to say about that shit is just like, man, I don't. I if I buy because I'm not against buying an NFT. If I ever mm-hmm. if I had the money, I would do it because I think it's a, it's an interesting way of making money or just crypto. Mm-hmm. Th- that shit in general is cool. Yeah. I don't want this shit in my games though. Like you don't gotta mix. Not everything mm-hmm. has to get mixed. And I understand mm-hmm. that. And it just feels like people who are like, I, it feels like the big heads of these companies, um, like the heads of Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. He saw NFTs as a way of making money, but he's like, but how do I make NFTs? I can't make NFTs mm-hmm. myself. Oh, what if I made my company do it? It's like, bro, why don't you just go buy another company? Why don't you just invest in a, another company and do mm-hmm. that shit over there, bro? Because we don't need that shit over here. We yeah. really don't. And again, it feels like, oh, yes, the easy cop out. Just make Ubisoft courts across every Ubisoft title we can possibly think of and try to incorporate. Now we have an NFT market that's fully transferable across all these different things. And it, it, it's an easy in because you're going to have fans of series. You're going to have fans of your games. And that's just an easy buy in for them. So. I, it's just it just the 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 money aspect of it that's fucking with the actual you know the the true potential and quality of some of the projects that you're trying to put out and that i can't rock with that i cannot rock with 
why don't, and it, why don't they just make good Ubisoft games first before they start oh. making Ubisoft? Games? <laughs> like, that's that's a good question. That is a good question. Like, why, don't you, why don't you worry about the Ubisoft games before you worry about putting Bro, more, making more money off them? <laughs> that's that's I'm so dead ass serious. I'm like, yo, y'all thinking about every other thing out here bro no, making games F- fix fix ghost recon bro what happened to that go fix ghost recon you y'all got some bullshit entities in there look what happened y'all didn't even focus on the actual game that and then look what happened to that seems seems like nfts might be a problem for you you know what i'm saying like but even before that i can't even put it all on them you know what i'm saying i can't even put it all on nfts because y'all was doing dropping some l's before that yeah again it, this is just like overstepping for the sake of, you know, again, profit driving, raising, raising, you know what I'm saying, stock stock prices and stuff for companies, uh, you know what I'm saying, on the exchange, instead of actually focus on projects that will bring, again, just real value to gamers, which would then still in turn raise stock price. Y'all just thinking of other different avenues of cash growth instead of focusing on supporting projects the best you can and making something that's impactful, which again, will in turn do the same thing in time. So, yeah. I don't know. Corporations will be corporations. Yeah, bro. Yeah, motherfuckers. Better. Yeah. Ooh. When I talk about this next, yeah. <sighs> Let's get to it. The last story of the day. Oh my goodness gracious. I. I wrote this on a notes, bro. I don't even need to Ron Burgundy this shit, bro. I'm not even gonna <laughs> make my whole professional voice. Fuck that. Splinter Cell is back. Now, this is very, very sensitive ground. I am happy as hell, but I'm also nervous. So Ubisoft Toronto, which is actually the team behind the last Splinter Cell blacklist almost 10 years ago, dropped the bombshell that they will be heading up development for the full reboot of the Splinter Cell series, starting with the original entry. Now, the game is utilizing the new Snowdrop engine, which is going to be used for the new Avatar game, and the new Star Wars Ubisoft title is coming to rebuild the original Splinter Cell from the ground up, and they have stated that the game is going to be kept linear and not moved to any open-world format. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. Before we get into any thoughts, when I just want to say, finally, y'all stop fucking around. Oh my gosh, there is li- <sighs> mobile games, character on Rainbow Six, more mobile games, skins, possibly an NFT. Six. Y'all have done so <laughs> much shit around. I'm pretty sure he was somewhere an Easter egg or something like that in um in um Hitman, possibly. Maybe. I don't know. He's been in every other game but his own. He's been in every other damn game, franchise, appearance, platform, except his own. Why? I'm not even... Don't even answer that. Don't even answer that. Thank you for actually making some damn sense for once. Splinter Cell, we back. When, how you feel? Um, so I think that the last Splinter Cell game I played was actually Blacklist. I really enjoyed the co-op version. Me and my cousin... My cousin hates, um stealth games but i convinced him to play the the multiplayer with me and even he enjoyed it splinter cell the one that i played the most um that i want to say i played conviction the most the one before blacklist that was a really good one and i was sitting there fantastic i i haven't beat it and i want to i want to buy that one in blacklist i don't know if i'll ever play the older ones just because like old stealth games yeah 
I tuckins are hard back in the day. Shit. And tough shit. I'm just I'm, I don't have the, the patience for it. I might just watch uh, all the cutscenes or, or something. Like I might do that. But it's but like, I know the mission was cool because it mm. had that whole like you can mark three people and then he mm. does the whole like slow mo yeah. thing. That it was it felt smooth. Blacklist was even but more buttery. Everything was really fun. Those co- those co op missions were fantastic, super fun. Yes. We got a we got. A, it sucked because there was a bug in one of the missions, but if it wasn't for mm. the fact that we couldn't get past this mission because of this bug, we would have yeah. honestly in one day beat all the missions because they were really mm. fun. It's a really mm-hmm. fun game. Um, I'm really happy that it's back. Hopefully they don't do like, we only have 50 copies of the remake and they're all NFTs. You gotta, you gotta oh buy a Ethereum. Oh my God. <laughs> don't even put that. Don't even put that into the universe, man. Don't put that into the universe. Oh my gosh, bro. That's actually disgusting. Out, yo. I would, I would. <laughs> Nah, bro. Nah, bro. You gonna have to make me. You gonna make me mask up over that stuff, bro. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. All somebody gonna hear in their room was. Um, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> excited to see it. I, I'm kind of upset that they didn't do the open world thing, but I think whatever works for them works for them. I was a big fan mm. of open world Metal Gear Solid. Mm. I didn't think it was yeah. gonna work, but it made it. It made having that openness was kind of cool. But mm. I also. All the cool parts of Metal Gear Solid wasn't the fact that I was in an open world. It was more just like I was in an, a mission that was um, like open. Not having an open world sometimes can be like in this day and age, a little bit mm. of like seen as like working backwards. But I think a linear Splinter mm. Cell game with some good replayability would be really interesting. Mm. I I think of uh, certain things like uh, in recent Deathloop, which is a really good example of a game that's pretty linear, but still has a little bit of. Again, that that wiggle room to be a little bit more open world yeah, yeah. exploration and stuff like that. Again, I would want Splinter Cell to be a little bit tighter than that, but yes. still have a little bit of room to you know deviate. And again, d- d- do what Splinter Cell does. Keep it to that same essence of Splinter Cell, which is what they're doing. Exactly, just keeping that again very linear. Is you're gonna have? I'm, I'm assuming, of course, you're gonna have different environments where you can traverse it in different ways, tackle it in a very uh, diverse amount of situations and applications of the tools that you have. Like it's, thank you, thank yeah. you. And again, it's from a studio I trust because they made the blacklist. So I am I am completely trusting of where they're going. They have a lot of senior teams who had experience on previous Splinter Cells as well as blacklist and stuff. So it's going to be a whole new take on it. So I am very, very happy by the announcement. I just need to see gameplay now to confirm everything, confirm some of my excitements. You know what I'm saying? Assuage some of my fears and just leave nfts out of this please leave <laughs> nfts leave open world thank goodness you, you said it don't just leave it out leave all that other bullshit that ubisoft usually does out i, I i'll please just keep it down to some minimums please please other things like glitches and stuff do your best to work them out other shit don't even need to be in there don't touch yeah. it this is a, this is a real like important like shit right here and i'm assuming by the time y'all push this out it's gonna be like it's gonna be 2023 2023 2024 so if you announced it now, I feel like it's gonna be the next two years. So I want to say gonna... I would I would I would hope it's the next three, but mm-hmm. I I could all it, because it's a linear game. If they're not doing any like multiplayer mm-hmm. versions, like in mult like Blacklist or like the other yeah. ones where you have like the if they don't if, mm-hmm. if they if they release like the core game twenty, I think if they're just dropping the single player, I think twenty twenty three would be a good solid start. And then like later they like you know how Ghost of Tsushima did like here's yeah. the game. Here's the multiplayer aspect later. I think that would be a cool way of like keeping the game alive after it. I I, I agree. Again, again, like that, and then like Last of Us, where they had like factions mode after the fact they dropped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying when it first came out. Fantastic mode. 
people are going to be waiting on it so again give us a very nice rich lush single player experience and a single player narrative that we can you know sink our teeth back into with the sam fisher story and all that stuff beautiful put give it put that to us on a plate and then follow back up with it in like a you know like five months maybe four or five months with spies versus mercs mode everything you know to the nines on that side and that is just a fire comeback for 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 splinter cell i i i'm gonna keep this like tucked away in my arteries (laughs) i'm just gonna keep it tucked away and this is also another actually a funny moment because like this has happened a few times now where it's like a team who is like you know i guess a small like indie team was created to build a similar experience like I don't know if you remember what we were talking about. I think when you were a guest on the previous iteration of this podcast, yeah. we were talking about Spectre, right? We were talking about the yeah. indie version of Spectre. And I was like, oh, yo, I can't wait to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it looks pretty good. It looks like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It looks like a pretty, you know, good rendition since we're not going to have no Splinter Cell. We might as well look at this. But now Splinter Cell's right. coming back. I'm like, Spectre, hey, yeah, I, I might, I'm, I'm, I might still, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably still going to, you know, play it. But it's interesting to see as soon as you see like you see one rendition of something or maybe like a similar feel feeling game yeah. the actual joint comes back like oh yeah yo, yo, who the hell was calling us bro who was calling yeah. us nigga? it's just funny how that works like i guess a similar like split gate halo infinite type thing as well yeah yeah, so, yeah. it's funny i remember when they announced um i don't know i think they got announced literally around the same time but even gotham knights and suicide squad like i think they got announced literally at the same event but i was like wow, this is really funny because, like, I really wanted to... At first, I was like, wow, I really want to play Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. And then, like, Gotham Knights dropped more gameplay. And I was like, oh, yep. I don't know. Now, it looks like Batman is back. It might be where it's at. Then the, the, the gameplay of Suicide Squad dropped. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of hard now. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But, again, when it comes down to Splinter Cell, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ubisoft Toronto. <laughs> I, I was very very happy very happy that this is this is alive right now i just want y'all to take y'all damn time and make some fire shit bro i want to see like a great return to form i'm expecting a great return to form y'all know what y'all have to do y'all made the blacklist y'all have all the source material i need with the original game the rebuilding up in a brand new engine it's gonna look fantastic i hope it feels fantastic best of luck and godspeed oh yeah wonderful I could, I could almost cry, motherfucker. I could almost cry. But nah, that's all I got for the notes on the show today, bro. I, I think that's it. Is there any other any other tidbits and stuff you want to cover? Or I'm about to say not that not that I can think of. Um, it's mm. been pretty news wise. It's been pretty quiet. Uh, for mm. video the video games at least I'm paying attention to right now. So yeah. no, I think I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head with this one. I agree. I agree. I also have an idea for the for the next podcast. Like we can we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that's it though. Damn, we ran through everything, man. Live I'm about to say live action shit. I'm about to say a couple of acquisitions. Twitch, you know, on they on they good shit, but also bullshit at the same time. Uh you know, so what else is new? Bully 2, TikTok, Ubisoft Courts, and <laughs> Splinter Cell. That's a that's a decent bit of news for December. I'm not gonna lie. It's a decent little bit of news. Especially yeah. for the end, because we're like halfway through December, like it's mm-hmm. for, for almost before the new year that's that's impressive i didn't think much everybody's gonna be quiet Facts. i thought people were on vacation I, yeah. already I, I thought it would be dead silence after the game awards to be honest i thought it would be dead silence yeah. but this is still pretty decent news and when we get into next year boy oh yeah we we'll talk about next year soon we will talk about next year because it's gonna be a big one a yeah. big one but yeah that's all i got on the notes man when that's the second edition of no cool down 
in the books, fully done, wrapped up. When uh, any any closing words, any closing thoughts as we wrap this up? Uh, um, drink water. Um, watch Spider Man. Cause Trip really wants you to watch Spider Man. Damn right. Um, I can't even think. Play Destiny. That's all I really have. That's really all I have to I'll say. say. That's all bro, I do. I'm not gonna lie. See, I'll 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 be in the cut watching you play Destiny, Brad. Last time I saw you, you had the battle rifle in your hand. I was like, bro, I, I low key. Yo, they added that, which was nuts. But- ah it looks so good it looks so good i'm like i I haven't played destiny in years like i that's one of the games where it's like i played it at first and then i just died off i died off at some point everybody does and even i did it like half i did it like three times in destiny 2 i was just like all right i'm out of here and then i'm like oh it's it's free on game pass all right i'll play it a little bit word 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 i might i might i i still have to buy game pass but yeah i have to do that and then I might have to like you know see what's going on. I'm about to do a little bit of grind to get that magnum and that battle rifle. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that's there. Um, my closing remarks again, just to reiterate: drink your damn water, go watch Spider Man for goodness sakes, you <laughs> motherfuckers, please. <laughs> I need y'all to watch Spider Man and have a great, great week. 